there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. On today's show, online dating. Single people out there are madly swiping their lives away on dating apps like Tinder, thumbing through countless faces, reading short, witty bios of one another. But there is another way. There are sites out there that are promising to use science to help you find the love of your life. The likes of eHarmony and Chemistry ask you to fill out a detailed personality test, which they say can help match you to your dreamboat. But is that true? We wanted to know if these science-based surveys work better than apps like Tinder. That is, is it possible to match two people based on a personality quiz? To find out, we spoke to a scientist who was very popular with the ladies in high school. I guess I would say I was marching band popular. So if that sort of carves out the sphere that gives you a sense of, you know, like you find your niche. Uh-huh. This is Paul Eastwick, and he's not just a former bandroom heartthrob. I'm an associate professor of psychology at the University of California, Davis. And Paul has spent his career trying to work out if theoretically it's possible to predict which two strangers will like each other based on their personality. And over the years, he's tested this in all sorts of ways. At the beginning, though, he started with college kids and ultimately roped 350 students into his experiments. We had them fill out um, quite a battery of questionnaires. It was, you know, all sorts of the standard personality measures at the time. Things like how attractive they think they are, how spontaneous and driven and nice and ambitious they are. And it also asks them to describe their dream partner. And then Paul gets these people to go on dates to see who ends up liking who. And science can't just wait for you to finally pluck up the courage to ask someone out. So Paul found a different way. He set up a state-of-the-art experiment called speed dating. I mean, we didn't want to host it in of a dry psychology laboratory. We wanted this to be cool and fun and not nerdy and awful. Paul and his colleague wanted it to be at least marching band cool, which meant getting the art gallery on campus and filling it with tables and chairs and mood music. The guests sipped sparkling grape juice or bottled root beer, and everyone went on four-minute dates. What were you doing during the experiment, like watching the behavior? Did yeah, you have? Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember sort of standing on the side for some of the initial ones, just sort of marveling that this was actually happening. And it was just like, oh, look, they're talking. And like, of course they're talking. They're like 19 year olds. <laughs> they have social skills. But there was something about like, oh my, like this is actually happening. It wasn't happening for everyone, though. Some couldn't get a conversation going and really struggled. I mean, it's really like, where are you from? What's your major? Where do you live on campus? And boy, if people were striking out on those things, 
ooh, those dates were were going downhill fast, right? It's like desperately looking for something that they have in common to talk about. After the speed dates were over, the people in the study then flagged to the researchers who they'd like to see again and who they wouldn't. And Paul and his colleagues then analysed the data to try to pick up patterns about who liked who. Like, did the extroverts end up liking the introverts? Did ambitious people tend to like other ambitious people? And basically, they wanted to know, could you use a survey packed with information about someone to predict if they would get along with a complete stranger? And to crunch the numbers, they fed all their data into a machine learning algorithm. And so what did you find? We couldn't predict compatibility at all. But again, it's very hard to predict how much people are going to like each other once they first meet. And machine learning is really, I mean, that's the buzzword right now. Like, machine learning can do everything. You know, it can beat us at, like, Go and chess. So, like, surely it can match two people, right? Um, You would think. Even the questions about who people's ideal partners were, even that didn't predict who they ended up liking. Essentially, people's um, reports of what they ideally wanted were no better than a random guess. Really? what would actually end up appealing to them. Yeah, pretty, pretty much no correlation at all. And even though this might seem a bit odd, using speed dating as a proxy for online dating, other studies have come along, one that even created a kind of fake online dating setup. And they found the same thing, that basically you couldn't predict which strangers would like each other based on personality surveys. One of the things Paul's team could tell, though, is if you were going to be a total dud that almost no one liked, or if you were going to be a Li Shang that everyone was going to love. You know, Li Shang, that hottie in Mulan. Anyway, the point is... We know who the desirable people are, but we still can't pinpoint exactly with whom is that person really going to click. There is a little more data here. Some recent studies have found that people who like each other do tend to have certain things in common, like age, education and political leaning. But those categories are so broad that relying on these factors to match people could still ultimately lead you to a bunch of crappy dates. Which is all to say that it's unclear how any dating app that claims to match you to your perfect person using a scientific algorithm would work. Producer Odelia Rubin asked Paul about all this. Do we yet know of an algorithm that will help you find the perfect person? No. There's no existing algorithm that is going to uh, predict compatibility at least in the scientific literature, to my knowledge, (laughs) as these things, you know, have been disclosed to the scientific community, uh, there's not yet any compatibility predictor. It doesn't help that the vast majority of these apps don't track how many people stay together after they meet and go off the app, and they don't release much data to back up their claims. When you look at your career and you've spent so long effectively trying to predict who's going to get together. When you started doing this, did you think, like, surely we're going to crack this? Yeah, you know, I I suppose there's a case to be made that I should be pulling out my hair and thinking, like, oh my gosh, like, we've gotten nowhere. But 
I just oddly don't feel that way about the whole thing because the, what we find on the flip side of all of this is that there is so much chaos in the way romantic relationships come together and are formed. Paul's work has found that there's something about falling in love that the science just hasn't been able to capture. For now, he says relationships are more like earthquakes than the weather. And that means we can't really predict when they're going to happen. You can do a pretty good job of predicting what the weather will be like tomorrow or the next day. But earthquakes, we don't really have a great science that can tell us specifically when an earthquake is going to happen. Conclusion. There's little evidence that some magic algorithm exists that can match you to the person of your dreams. And any dating app promising this needs to provide receipts. So, it's back to the drawing board for single folks. Next, we wanted to know, is there a way to game the system to increase your chances of getting picked? Find out in our full episode on online dating. To listen, search for Science Versus, that's Science VS, and click on our episode, Online Dating. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.